Did you know, almost exactly a year ago, around this date lah, we just got back from our JV and Kluang trip lah. You know, the one where we spent time teaching a bunch of students studying media studies and we took over as a one-week guest lecture. Yes, I remember you were talking about how to tell a story, at which point you start, the beginning, the center of the... Because it's so interesting, it's very rare that someone say that, hey, can't teach storytelling. That's or, true. Yeah. I learned a lot. And then after all the coaching work, we went to... We stopped by and clung again to dig up some stories. Yeah, always making full use of our trips. You know, that's how we function, right? So you go to JB, right? On the way, got what? Uh? We stop by, stop by, stop <laughs> by uh, to get some stories, you know, dig some stuff. Yes, and then, yeah, that, do some local events. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. So little did we know that that would be our last in-person anything for a long, long time. Actually, during that time, I remember news about COVID were just, you know, scattering here and there. I mean, we were teaching from 9am to what, 5pm, so mm-hmm. we had no time to scroll social yes. media. But when I do scroll once a day, I'm like, oh, this COVID thing is really getting everywhere and stuff like that. And when we got back to KL that weekend, somehow I just said, hey, Jua, we better stock up on some food. La. This yeah. COVID thing sounds serious. Yeah, uh, and actually, I remember I was in Singapore for Chinese New Year just before that, right? Uh, and we actually went out looking for masks and hand sanitizers. Actually, we went out looking because we heard that got no more stock, you know? So, kiasu, right? <laughs> Singaporeans. <laughs> and so, all the racks were already empty. Um, and we only managed to find masks in Batam of all places. Because wow. from Singapore, we went over to Batam. It's like, hey, good. So, we, we bought some and tap out. And even as I bought the mask, right? I was actually wondering... Actually, when am I going to use this? Uh? You lah, follow trend, follow trend. <laughs> actually, I don't think I had any masks at home during the first two weeks of the pandemic, actually. Because um, I remember the Sunday that we stock up food. You're like, yeah, Gina, come back, ask me to stock up food. But we <laughs> went anyway. And then uh, the next day, our government suddenly have this uh, announcement to announce that, you know, you're given two, three days to prepare because yeah. after this, you're going to... Like, it was the complete lockdown. The first yes. lockdown was the complete lockdown. And I was like... Oh, and I thought, okay, I should go and get certain things that I probably uh, might need, might not need. I mean, it's not essential. But then the thing is, everywhere I went, there were people flocking here and there. And I'm yeah. like, wow, I thought we were supposed to be scared of some <laughs> virus, but everyone is pushing each other exactly. and buying. I don't know what they're buying, Sola. <laughs> That's a funny thing. And then you turn on international news, right? And everybody was looking for... Toilet paper. <laughs> that was like so funny lah because I didn't think of toilet paper at all <laughs> on my essential list. I mean, yeah. worst case scenario, grandma said, there is water. Exactly, right? I, I think, okay, maybe people thought they were going to have the Ransar diarrhea or something because <laughs> although we heard a lot about the Wuhan lockdowns, right? But I don't think we actually knew what this COVID-19 was all about except that it's very infectious. Yeah, and yeah. no one told us whether it's a coughing thing, it's a fever thing, it's a like diarrhea thing. Maybe that's why people find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have not been in a pandemic or lockdown before. I, I, I kind of think that, you know, if I have to be stuck at home for a while, the, the few things that I will buy, probably canned food, uh, sugar, mm. oil, salt. I mean, the essentials lah, that you need to just cook a basic eggs, maybe. Right. You know, but um, when the shelves were like really empty, people like, like, yo, you all really buy everything. Like, your house got so much space. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too rational here. But I, at the same time, I'm like, I'm just so scared when I look at them that I don't dare to join the mad rush. You know, I'm like, like what's going on? Anyway, yeah. what do you do in the first week of the pandemic? <laughs> I remember very, very clearly planning out my meals for 
the first week. Because although we could go out to get food, right? We could, right? But I didn't want to do it unnecessarily. Lah. So I planned out my meals. I had this table so that I wouldn't mismatch the wrong thing with the wrong, <laughs> you know? the Yeah, and then run out of whatever little we had sucked up. Lah. I tell you guys, ah. <laughs> This is because, okay, this is this is the insider <laughs> news, okay? Ju and her mom live together and they don't really cook. <laughs> so it's very essential to plan out your meals if you don't cook because why? It's actually very hard to have three meals a day at home for a long period of time if Correct. you are not allowed to go out and, you know, buy food as easily as you, you did before. La. Correct. Yeah. So I, I really didn't think that much about it, you know. For me, it's like, oh, lockdown! Great, because um, I remember before the pandemic, it was Chinese New Year, and then it was uh, New Year. So, I had so much work to catch up with. And I was like, two weeks of official excuse not to meet people, and <laughs> people, so would, people would come and tell you, why you don't meet? Then you're like, uh, you know, it's officially, I can't meet you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember that also, you know, because we were very busy doing post-production. I think we had an, a series out coming out at that time. And I, I remember being very happy not to have to go anywhere at all. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, you kind of also are in touch with your friends, right? So in the evenings, in the chats or whatever, and then you see people so bored. Uh, and then a lot of people were talking about, oh, this is the time to reset, try new things. <laughs> and I felt like, oh my gosh, I, I just need to catch up with my backlog so that I can catch up with everybody resetting and trying these new things, you know? Doesn't even make sense. Uh? <laughs> I guess so lah, because you know, a lot of people actually work in the office from 9 to 5, right? Then suddenly they're all working from home like us. We have mm. been working from home for many, many years. Yeah. So I understood from my friends like, oh, they used to spend 2 to 3 hours just driving to work or jamming their way to work and jamming back. And then suddenly, day, right? yeah. suddenly there's like, oh, I have 2 or 3 hours extra in my hands. <sighs> what do I do? And then suddenly they're like, what do I do myself? I, I mean, I'm stuck at home. I can't go out. I have extra time. And then it, it just like drives them a little bit dark, I think. So yeah, then they're like, you know, so this is what you do every day? Because, you know, you've been staying at home and working from home for so many years. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't think I've ever had that definition bought in my dictionary yet. <laughs> yeah, but I think how people responded to that first week, especially, right, was very dependent on their line of work. Lah. It's like whether, you know, they're the type that has to figure out okay, my HR, how all the policies have to change, then you get really, really busy, right? Correct. But if you're a receptionist, for example, and you can't go to work, then at home, you actually have no work to bring home. Lah. Correct, true, true, true. But I think what really amazing is uh, eventually everyone found something new to do. Lah. Mm-hmm. You know, in, instead of the post, uh, the first week was just, oh yeah, why I'm so bored at home mm-hmm. and then I've been beach watching it. All these Netflix and everything, it reached a point where like, what should we do? And then people started to like uh, cook and then people started to uh, do gardening which I have friends who don't cook and do, do, don't do gardening yeah. suddenly doing all these things and I'm like wow make Dalgona coffee Dalgona which I still haven't tried <laughs> yes it was like crazy man what is this thing why is everybody making coffee <laughs> I, I, I kind of like how myself maybe the supermarkets will run out of coffee soon <laughs> and then two weeks were not much so I kind of thought that hey two weeks only what I can catch up yeah. and then I'll be back in the game with them when the world reopens and then yes Let's do this, you know, my kind of reset. <laughs> but then it got extended. Ah! And then the first thing I thought about is like, oh, extended. Miss Hall need to get more groceries. But then uh, I don't want to join them because you look at the queue and everything. And then I was thinking, you know, that I think there was if there was fear in my life, that was the first time I had fear of like 
I am not going out there to buy grocery. <laughs> but how do I do this thing online? So I started to search for groceries online. I mean, I brought other things online. I mm-hmm. bought like toys or something that, that you don't have to see and feel because you kind of know how it is. Okay. Okay. But groceries. <laughs> I mean, how does that even work? Actually, that was my first time ordering groceries online too. For me, I don't buy so much of the fresh food, so it's all the box and can stuff. Lah. So I don't really need to feel and touch. Lah. Lucky <laughs> so, you, because I was thinking like, oh, here say cucumber 500 gram. You know, in my brain, right? When we buy um, at in person, you look at it, you take, I don't really know how many grams this. So when you say 500 cucumber, I don't know, it's a lot, it's okay. little, or like, what? Yeah, but it's, it's such an interesting experience. And then you kind of figure out all this um, buying from the same supplier because buying from different supplier mm. incur extra costs. And I was like, that, that was like, I think it only happened to me um, when it got extended. Ah, yeah. okay. Well, for me, it was easy. La. Like I said, you know, I buy eggs. I buy ham. <laughs> I buy, you know, all those stuff that, yeah, not the feely touchy. Yeah, of course you don't cook what? Yeah, but I did do a few rounds of my favourite steamed eggs. Yay! Juku! Bangga aku. Lockdown ni bagus sangat. But things really, really took a turn when it keep getting extended mm. and extended and extended. I mean, in the first two weeks, I was like, oh, good, don't meet people, right? Now it's like, hey, you don't meet, but you need to talk about certain things. So... Online meetings become something that you have to do. It's yes. not something that you can postpone. Correct. You know, there's a certain thing in our mind where you think that, oh, it's temporary. Temporary. Okay, temporary. <laughs> yes, okay, temporary. That you can just postpone and postpone. But some yeah. things when you reach the point where you can't postpone, you need to find new ways of doing things. And yeah. um, I think that's where all these online meetings suddenly became... The thing. The thing. So, the right, thing. for yourself, right, what is the thing that you had to, like, you know, apply in your life now that you cannot go to the studio to record... Or you do whatever they do as a vocalist in the studio? Uh, okay, for me, I think I was very fortunate in the sense that I already had some gear with me. I was already dabbling. You know, we've been doing songs and stories for what? How many years? I think more than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, some basic editing and everything. Uh, but I still had to figure out things. Lah. Like, I had a mic at home, which was actually my brother's, not even mine. And then your H6, uh, your Zoom thingy was with me. But I didn't know how to connect them all together. You know, I didn't realize that this thing that we used to record outside on the field could actually be this thing that connects the mic to my laptop. You know? And, <laughs> all and the technical work. Yeah. So that we I, never have to figure out all before this. Correct. Because you just go studio, you just, uh, you know, they say, okay, ready? Go. <laughs> yeah, then they press record and we just do our thing. Lah. Yeah. Now you have to not just press record yourself. You have to figure out the cabling, lah, what not to press, lah, which... You know which function? Yeah, I I learned a lot lah. Um, and then I remember you did you did something with your band as well, which was quite surprising. Yes. So I think what happened was I finally finished a whole lot of of backlog, and then I, I saw on Facebook and they were doing this uh vibes what uh, stay home vibes or something yeah. So it was where I think the keyboardist Melvin started his his keyboard thing and then he's like okay who else wants to do it? and then somebody else put guitars to it somebody else put bass to so it so cool and it was yeah it was so cool and because everybody put up a video so I thought hey I can put a melody to this and I can put some lyrics as well it wasn't like a song song right but it was just a, a funny project so I'm like I can do this lah so I recorded and it was it was really I think a step out of my comfort zone for me and that kind of got me into the okay la shoot myself video 
kind of thing lah. Otherwise, like, alamak, you So, kita to... sibuk belajar memasak, belajar gardening, <laughs> dia sibuk uh, main-main dengan music to make even Betul. better things at Bukan music je, itu video kan tu, lighting macam mana, and then like, you know, in the afternoon, one room turns red, one room turns dark, and like, oh, oh, I discovered one thing during, what, what, what? during the lockdown. My house is actually quite dark. <laughs> I never realized that I don't have the brightest lights in the whole world. <laughs> but it was yeah, so it was it was cool. I think um later on also we decided, hey, you know, um how about we do something to lift everybody's uh hearts, everybody's spirits up. And we thought we do, you know, Easter was coming. Let's do a a, a collaborative project with an old song. Um, Aha, I remember that. Yeah. There are a lot of singers, a lot of musicians, and I was like, wow. And right. All of us from home. Yeah, so we had this song that kept on popping into my mind. It was called, um, it went like, the sun will shine again. You know, like, okay, no matter what we're going through, the sun will shine again. You know, and I remember telling the people that I invited to collaborate with, I said, like, hey, we do lah, like, a bit like, you know, we are the world, like, a lot of voices coming in. Except- but that, that was like, almost like a singing telegram style. I mean, before the yeah. singing telegram even come in, you know, that trend. The trend was around last year, during Easter, like, two or three months before. Mm. It, now it fades off already. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, but it was fun lah, because, you know, every time I see um, smiling faces, it's like, I think we, we, we needed to see more smiling faces lah at that point. Because if you open the news... Uh, you watch the news, you just see very sad stories. So, yeah, that was that was a good thing. I kind of like what, what you guys did with that. Because I remember you have um, uh, Amy all the way from UK. Yes. You have Tony all the way from Singapore. Yeah. It's like, um, we wouldn't have thought or I wouldn't have imagined such a collaboration if it wasn't for the pandemic. That's I mean, true. you wouldn't sit down there and say, okay, yeah, let's collaborate one day. Like, and you wait for one day where people come back from wherever and exactly. then you collaborate, right? Exactly. Hey, it's like, oh, yeah, we just do that like, because why we're stuck at home. And then to just have a purpose instead of creating content that is like shocks and really like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, this is funny, just put it up for fun. I mean, that's good as well. But the music video that you guys did really brought through this hope to the nation when the nation needed it most. And I thought that that was very, very good. Uh. Oh, thank you. You helped to put the video together actually. Cause I remember we put the I put the music together, all these eleven voices. <laughs> like crazy or what? Eleven voices. How to go and mix and match everything. And then halfway through I'm like, oh, now we need a video. Bang sun. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully they already sent their videos. I was more of how to put this together. So yeah. Yeah. But actually, creative arts, uh, there's so many things that have gone out uh, during the pandemic. There was yeah. the pandemic, Raya, short movies and everything. And most of these are shot at home that it really brought a lot of smiles, brought a lot of like a lot of this like bright hope to the country during mm. the lockdown. So the creative arts really play this important role. Uh, with all this negative news, you know, just feeding and feeding our news feed, right? Yeah. And then just having... Um, in between all this, wow, got this good video, this feel-good video, something to check out, really make it easier to go through the process when you're you know, going through the yeah, whole lockdown. Yeah, thing, exactly. And you know, sometimes it doesn't even have to be purposely during that time. You know, I mean, there were books, movies, TV series, even the normal ones, not say like specially produced because we want to cheer people up, right? But those yeah. were the things that I think brought a lot of people through lah, the being stuck at home, especially I, those are alone ones. It's really like how to say ah, uh, um, 
I'm, I should not be surprised at how quick and creative Malaysians can be when they mm. react or respond to something <laughs> through their memes, their drawing, their online comics and everything. It could be sarcastic sometimes, but it could be real. But it's so quick. It's like within the next one hour, if someone says something on the media that's weird and funny and we can make fun of it, right? Yes. It's like, it's out. It's like so Correct. creative. It's just like fast and creative. That's true. I, I think, right, that's also why creative artists get misunderstood a lot. You know, I mean, when we are hit in times like this, we pivot the current word, right? <laughs> we pivot and then we come up with ideas very quickly. So people, government, <laughs> whoever out there, right, they think that our industry is, is functioning well because we are still creating, you know, we're still doing things. But in actually, in reality, right, I think... Uh, the creative artists have been the hardest hit lah because we are seen as entertainment, totally not essential, and it's the last thing why you open everything first. Then at the end of the day, only entertainment. <laughs> but you see, we we are functioning well, just the way they think we are. But the thing is, we are not appreciated financially. That you know, they didn't think that you know it's so fast and quick because we have nothing to do and we have dying here lah. So yeah, <laughs> that's why we can respond so fast. But what I think is the response that we are giving, the, the way that we are lifting up the country to be, um, how to say, to adapt to bad news or whatever is it, yeah. is something that has not been financially funded or sponsored. And there's only so much you can do for so long. After yeah. all, if you're really starving, we, we can't be as fast and creative as ever. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you have to feed your tummy also, right? Yeah. So, I mean, those, the few of us who have been fortunate enough, you know, have been able to tie it over. I, like I said, I was fortunate because I had some gear in my house. What if you were in lockdown and you had nothing? So then you have to rustle up money to go and buy the stuff, go and learn how to set it up, you know, things like that. Um, and then so many of them, right, when they're out of jobs, um, of course, like I said just now, the entertainment joints will be the last to open. Um, and that's why, right, if you look at social media, uh, it could be that most of my friends are creative artists, I don't know. <laughs> the people I follow, right? But they are the ones who are always going on and on about stay at home stay at home <laughs> please don't go out if you can because right we will be the last to get out right so it's almost like come la we all do what we can so we can all get over this pandemic together you know like not like half and half um you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah 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 i think yeah. a lot of people think that yeah gina you're a writer what, what does it affect you you sit down right anyway but the thing is, it, they don't think about the bigger scheme of things is like uh, when one chain of the ecosystem is affected, yeah. um, everyone else is affected. You know, we all we all are part of a chain, whether we like it or not. Correct. Yeah. And I also think it's, you know, the mindset of what is essential and what is not, you know. So I remember having this chat with somebody also talking about, you know, music industry. And they say, yeah, you know, we may not be the frontliners who are saving lives, out there but the minute i said that i'm like wait a minute actually right think about this right if there was a person who was really really down and out alone at home about to end it ready and then somehow a song gets played on the radio or something enters his or her life that tells her otherwise and that would be art right that would be music that would be yeah. movies that would be a book um something like that and that would be a life saved, isn't it? So in a way, who's to say who's a frontliner and who's not? Like? We are just a different kind of frontliners. Yeah, you know? There are people <laughs> who save physical body, there's person who yeah. save mentally, heart, and so I mean entertainment is is really one way of just keeping our soul alive during this difficult time. And keeping sane. 
But there are also people who can do things like I mean, not everyone is creative. I, hmm. I, I can't make music, right? But um, once in a while, I do crafts. So there are people who can just use their other talents yeah. to just do things. Exactly. So, yeah. So I remember one of our friends, uh, she started doing masks at home I think with her mom or something they started doing this home I was quite surprised yes because I never see her as a sewing person exactly so she can I mention a name yeah (laughs) is actually a um, metstropreneur okay I say metstropreneur I just kind of knew it because she trains kids right Uh, brings them in competitions to, to like win you know you Malaysia's been winning maths competitions ah she's the one lah who goes and brings them and trains them and all that um so who would think right like huh maths you know uh trainer tutor expert uh educationist suddenly eh doing masks you know so it's amazing lah to see different people from different communities so okay so there's people like Jackie <laughs> and then there's people like my godma who's a seasoned sewer you know she was telling me hey so uh, I'm sewing with this group of ladies right but after a while they say cannot uh, the hand pain already because <laughs> I mean they are out of a good heart but because they're not seasoned sewers their hands were until her thing and she's like no uh, I can't I'm very used to it so she's continuing sewing 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 right and then you even have people who are mobilizing um yeah those groups mobilizing like people around Asli communities uh, people from low income areas everybody was coming together to just do that little bit to help the the medical frontliners so that actually was... this entire year just looking back is the year that I really felt um, at any time lah, this challenging time is the time that I'm really very really proud of Malaysians Aww. it's like I felt that um, even those who think that they are doing nothing. But then they say, yeah, I'm just doing nothing lah. You know, adapting to this new life is so challenging. And then I'm, I'm not out to sewing masks to help people or, you mm. know, cooking food. I just want to sit at home, watch TV and just take care of myself because that itself is stressful enough. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I think that itself is a big contribution to the entire situation because staying at home and not going out unnecessary is hard. Yeah. And it is a contribution to making sure that everyone is safe. So in a way, there's so many things that you do and don't do that can actually really you know, make this situation or turn this situation around. I totally agree with that. But before we go on to talk about what we imagine the next few months to be, let's let's go for a break. Um, you were mentioning this song. Yeah, yeah, this song I really wanted to introduce to our listener for the longest time. So yeah, shall we? Sure. Kan ada bang 
Hari-hariku tarakan tangan doa Bebas kemana tanpa gemurung Ingin terbang kau, ingin terbang Bersayapkan tenang bebas tanpa gangguan Hidup ini pasti akan berhenti Kembali indah warna kita pelangi Bersama ya Lakar kembali yang pernah punah Contengan ini cuma sebentar We stand together Bersama-sama Saat kita Semula, one of the many songs produced in the past 12 months by fellow Malaysians, you know, who are just at home trying to bring some hope and light into the challenging situation our country is in right now. There are many more songs like uh, that's really uplifting, that's written just for this COVID occasion, if you want to call it. You know, there's Kita Mesti Menang, there's baru. Dunia Baru. And then of course there's the new one that I kind of like the lyrics Jangan keluar. Oh my gosh, yeah, I absolutely love the message of that song. <laughs> Go check it out, man. <laughs> anyway, moving forward, what would you envision for us this year? I mean, not the podcast or songs and story, but you, you know, like for all of us, how would you envision the rest of 2021 to be? Well, mm, I guess I have to start with myself, lah, right? Because everything starts with the individual. So personally, it's been uh, another round of stock taking for me. I'm trying to focus on what matters. Uh, if if we think that 2020 was unprecedented, right? 2021 is like <laughs> a, it's like a kickstart, lah, of newer things. Uh, trying to get things going, but you know, you, with you, all the uncertainty. Yeah, but just trying to figure out and. Let's do it anyway, that kind of feeling. So yeah, I think building ourselves up like, as individuals, communities, and then ultimately a nation. No? That's so, so interesting. For me, I think, um, I don't think meetings will ever be the same again. Mm. I mean, not work meetings, la, casual meetings, yes, we will probably go out, yum cha, whatever, not. but then seeing that online meetings actually work for the professionals, this might be a way forward, I think. Um. Yeah, Zoom, Google, Google Hangout or whatever. What what is your favorite medium anyway? Ah, uh, none. <laughs> but if I have to, I suppose Google Meets, uh, WhatsApp calls, uh, WhatsApp calls. Um, but yeah, I, I I do agree with you. It's like, you know, they say disruption is the best way to change things so that you are more effective. And there's a nice term and phrase for it, but I can't remember <laughs> what it is now. But you know, there's so many stories about how things... People keep doing things the same old way and they 
until a disruption hits, they got no choice, they try something else, and then they realize, hey, this is much better, this is more efficient. Yeah, and this is what I always say, la, you yeah. know, I always say that uh, last time, right, if you suggest to a client, right, hey, we do online meeting, okay, so that don't have to drive 45 minutes to your office to meet 15 <laughs> minutes, and then they'll be like, hey, you really are not sincere, huh? Well, right. do my business, but don't do and stuff like that. So our country was not really ready to enter this digital world. Yeah. But then when the pandemic hit us and we were forced to do it, and now, right, I tell you, one of the things we cannot undo is this. Because even <laughs> the client realised that he saves time yeah. when he just meet you online for 10 minutes instead of like him coming down, sitting there, serving you coffee, blah, 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 before you actually talk about something that can be done in 10 minutes. Correct. And then the world is so much smaller as well. I mean, last time when you think, oh, meeting, it has to be okay. Like if I'm in the client Valley, in the client Valley, people maybe from client will come. Surban maybe will come. And then the ones from Ipo have to plan ahead, you know, from Sabah, Sarawak, lagi lah susah, kan? Tapi sekarang, it's like, yeah, one yeah. week, okay, tomorrow, boleh, jalan. So yeah. many things in life have been streamlined and to become very, very efficient with this technology thing, right? So, like, um, some things, like I said, should go back to normal ways. Yes. Um, like, recording this podcast. Yes, <laughs> like, I totally agree. Hello, uh, I can't wait to go to the studio and record because this home <laughs> recording thing is so stressful. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, but I think if we're all careful and vigilant, we'll all be back to doing most things the way they're optimally done lah. so we keep the good and then yeah we do what we need to do where they're supposed to be done yeah so the good that I'm going to keep is um when this pandemic's over and we can walk into the studio please go into the studio and I will really appreciate the sound engineer for taking care of everything so that I can just sit or stand in front of a mic and just focus on what I want to talk about instead of like now it's like hello can is the mic picking well hey yes. got rework or not hey like <laughs> well, yeah, by the time I finish stressing all this thing uh, I don't know I'm talking already you know is that drilling next door <laughs> yeah so uh, not not just sound um, engineers right but videographers producers directors actually every kind of ancillary service like, it doesn't have to be in this production field any kind of ancillary service, we just appreciate them a lot more right now. Yeah, I learned not to take a lot of these things for granted, you know, really. <laughs> but, having said all that, there's one more feather that we can add to our caps. Uh, what is that all? We live through a pandemic! <laughs> <laughs> it's like quite interesting, you know, you're part of an, a significant era in world history. <laughs> yeah, it only happens, ah. Once in about 100 years, okay. I mean, I hope that doesn't change. I hope we don't have pandemics are closer to one another. But I can imagine, you know, because uh, the we are writing stories, right? So we are talking writers, very important to document this moment. Okay. Some of us are writing journals, some of us are writing stories and stuff mm. like that. I can imagine the people from the future reading all these stories about this pandemic and think, Bodo kapa, kau tak pandai ka pakai mask keluar rumah? Itu senang pun tidak tahu buat. But actually, right, if you don't experience it, it does take time to get used to the idea of just wearing a mask. You know, sometimes I can just take my keys and walk out and then yeah. I'm like eh I feel naked yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to wear yeah. a mask it, it takes getting used to eh not just that it's like okay cuci tangan tak pakai sabun <laughs> but I mean a lot of people used to do that I it's also like, sometimes don't do that right but now you come home what you do take soap first otherwise it's like useless washing your hands can. yeah so a lot of these things that actually uh, yeah nice to laugh at sometimes not, you know it's like yeah it's common sense but it sure takes a lot of getting used to man. yeah lo. so on that note here's a reminder to stay safe Jangan lalai, pakai pelitup muka wherever we go, stay at home whenever possible, and observe the SOPs the best we can. This community service is brought to you by Gina Yaplayong and Juita Suito from Songs and Stories. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we shall sign off for this episode. Stay, stay safe, guys! guys.
If you have enjoyed today's podcast, join us every Monday, 12pm Malaysian time. If you would like to check out some of the stories that we have covered on videos or even photos, follow us on Twitter at Stories Malaysia or head over to our Facebook page at songsandstories.com.my. That's all for this week. See you around.